Mike check, Mike check. Where the fuck is Mike check? You're now tuned in to Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Alright, what's going on everybody? It's your boy A-Double and you're now tuned in to Do-Rags and Boat Shoes, episode number 5, Cinco. Long time coming, I know, I know. Um, just like I said before in the previous podcast, you know, uh, job just wearing my ass out, just working these 12, 14 hour days, but they're going to keep on coming and uh, just please stay tuned and I just submitted my app application so uh you can catch do rags and bow shoes on your i devices you know your iphones ipads ipods and you know your macbooks all right so i guess we're just gonna go ahead and get started as far as that good old summer jam screen um a lot been going on <clears throat> excuse me since uh the last podcast and uh i think the first thing i'm gonna just throw up there is just um law enforcement uh, got a couple things uh, that I got a problem with, and I know a lot of folks do. Um, first scenario was just the uh, incident that happened uh, down in good old Waco, Waco, Texas, um, as far as those biker gangs. Uh, and you should know, everybody should know about it. But um, some gangs, you know, some biker gangs, they clashed at the, uh, the knockoff Hooters restaurant, Twin Peaks. And uh, nine leaving nine dead, and then at about 200 arrests and over a thousand weapons, thousands of weapons, something like that, were uh, were uh, go ahead and comp- were confiscated. Um, and my problem with the law enforcement down there, um, there was no curfews, there was no national guard, no tanks, no militarized police. When you saw, you know, uh, footage of it, you know, you seen the area roped off and everything like that with uniformed police officers and then you had the bikers just sitting there you know playing angry birds or whatever they were doing or that they were on tinder you know trying to find a hookup or something like that they were just doodling on their phones you know no cuffs on them or anything and nine people actually died so um just makes you think um and we know why you know why i know why um And then it was even uh, later on, um, the cops released a statement, you know, uh, um, in her department as far as, um, you know, be on the lookout for retaliation, you know, from these gangs because of the arrest and all this other nonsense. So, um, yeah, so it's just something you really got to think about. These guys, you know, they threatened the police, uh, the police had intel about these biker gangs retaliating for the arrest, you know, saying if they caught anybody in a uniform, they would kill them. But, yeah, no curfews, like I said before, no nothing. You know, black folks turned up in Baltimore, you know, um, <clears throat> over what happened with Freddie Gray, and they burnt down a check cashing place in the CVS. Then you had a curfew, you had the National Guard out there, and you had militarized police. So that just makes me, 
you know, it's just, you know, a lot of people say we're living in Jim Crow 2.0 and all this other stuff. And, you know, there's a war going on, you know, against us, um, you know, people of color and mainly black folks. And, um, you know, because, you know, people are starting to realize and wake up, you know, we got these devices on our hips, you know, we got these phones, you know, they got video and everything. And uh, we're catching a lot of the, you kept, you know, we're catching a lot of lies. That's what we're doing right now. And that's making people scared right now. And the people that are scared are Americans. Three K's. Um, those are the ones that scare right now. Very scared. Because uh, folks are waking up and uh, they're just tired of the BS. They're really tired of it. Um, I mean, you got an incident right now. <clears throat> as far as me putting stuff up on that summer jam screen pertaining to law enforcement. Uh, you had a cop killed here in a uh, good old uh, Omaha Nebraska. <clears throat> excuse me um, officer was killed near 30th and Martin uh, she was um, part of the G unit uh, one of the most corrupt units um, in the OPD uh, but I'll get into that a little bit later uh, she was trying to I guess serve a warrant with some fellow officers or some fellow G unit men- members and uh, gang units and uh yeah, and the guy opened fire, but the guy was ready for war. Uh, that brother had a handgun with a drum at the bottom of it. Uh, so, yeah, he I guess he didn't want to go ahead and be thrown in that system. You know, nobody deserves to lose their lives on both sides. You know, the guy getting the warrant serving the officer that died. Um, but it's just been, you know, a whole bunch of uh, support blue, um, people screaming at from the top of their lungs screaming until their face turned blue you know i was down at taste of omaha uh opd had a you know a booth set up you know with t-shirts you know selling them uh said support blue and all this other shit and you know i seen you know naturally you was gonna see a bunch of white folks you know at that booth but uh you know i saw some of you negroes there too you know and uh and uh it was a little bit shocking uh, it, it got to me a little bit uh, <clears throat> because you know the police don't you know they're not there for you you know uh, the officer that was killed um, they showed pictures of her you know uh, with little black boys and girls you know uh, smiling for the camera and things like that um, saying that she loved to volunteer her time but a lot of those photos look like you know like she was on duty but uh, that's another story and um you know, uh, I've seen a couple of you guys on a few of you guys, quite a few of y'all on Facebook, you know, uh, skinning and grinning and, uh, you know, siding with the, the officer and talking about we need to support our local officers. But, you know, just last week, you know, you was talking about how corrupt the police are. So, you know, you got to pick a side. You really have to pick a side to stand on. You know, the gang unit is known in this city for, you know, shaking down people left and right, shaking down people that ain't even doing no wrong. Um, you know, I can speak on a instance um, as far as being harassed by the G unit when I was, uh, let's see here, back in 2001, uh, I was uh, walking home from my job. I was working at Target at the time and I had on a red polo and some khakis. And uh, and I lived uh, near uh, lived near uh, <clears throat> right near the Ave near 40th Ave and uh, just a few blocks uh, south of it and uh, you know a couple cops you know stopped me and we're talking about you know what I'm doing over here wearing these colors and all this nonsense and let me tell you I still had on my damn name tag 
and they had the damn polo tucked in. And, you know, so they up here checking my ID. <clears throat> and this was on a Friday night when I was walking home because uh, I didn't have a car at the time. So I used to walk from the old Target on Saddle Creek all the way over till near 37th and work, you know, over there by Bedford. <clears throat> it's nothing but Crip territory. And uh, so they asking me, you know, why I got on these colors and all this other stuff. You know, I'm pointing to my name tag. I'm like, I'm just coming from work. They didn't believe I walked that far. You know, they uh, were under the impression that, you know, I was, you know, some kind of covert operative, you know, about to go start some beef with some Crips and all this other stuff. And I had my paycheck stub with my cash and uh in my wallet and it was about 400 and some change and they were asking me what i'm doing with all this money and all this other stuff and they was just uh you know just holding it and uh and uh, you know they just held me ran my id you know held me for about a good you know 40 45 minutes and all this other nonsense and uh you know didn't nothing pop up i didn't have no warrants or nothing like that i was clean and uh they were talking about how they should take my money. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, man, I work hard for that. And uh, they were just talking about, well, I mean, you do like a gang member and all this other stuff. We could confiscate this and that. And so I've never, never been a fan of the G-Unit since then. You know, I was back then, you know, just being 19, impressionable. You know, I'm like, oh, they're helping, you know, get these gangs up out of here and all this other stuff. You know, I was, you know, buying into the whole what about black on black crime back then and all this other nonsense. But as soon as they did that and, you know, was threatening to take my little <clears throat> minimum wage paycheck and everything like that, I was like, fuck the G-Unit. So, I mean, <clears throat> so, you know, everybody, but going back, you know, to Facebook, everybody was defending this woman, saying she was a great mother and all this other stuff and a great cop. You know, I know plenty of people who have you know stories of the g unit you know shaking them down and <clears throat> doing you know unlawful things to them so you know she might have been a good cop but you know what i say every time somebody tell me about a good cop you know what are they doing to stop the bad cops not a damn thing you know uh they treat it like uh one of those co-workers you know who you got a shitty ass co-worker and they're not doing their job and you know they still getting paid you know you might see them take a few 20s out the register or some bullshit like that not saying that my listeners all work in retail but you never know but you know you see them doing something shady and you know they tell you to call that ethics hotline and all that other shit but you don't because you're like hey it don't pertain to me i'm just here to get my check i'm here to do my job you know but cops we got to hold them to a higher standard they can't do that shit because people's lives so to speak are in their hands so you know they see somebody doing some shady shit you know uh beating the fuck out somebody or <clears throat> you know or even smoking somebody killing them you know bang bang you know they can't just be like oh not me nah, that ain't my problem and that's that's the problem that's the fucking problem so that's why I gotta, you know, put law enforcement up on that summer jam screen, and I gotta put you niggas up on that summer jam screen too. I'm sorry, you Negroes, who's up here, you know, uh, kicking that that bullshit, talking about <clears throat> I got family that's, you know, a cop, and you really don't. Uh, you just know somebody that's probably a cop, and uh, you know, you're up here, you know, uh, soft shoeing and defending you know all these cops and everything like that when some when shit gets real 
but uh you know just a couple weeks before you know you were screaming you know black lives matter police brutality needs to stop now all of a sudden you're talking about support blue and then you got some black cops you know talking about if you don't support blue you can't be my friend and all this other bullshit but your facebook was nothing you know when all these black folks is out here getting killed and shit you're not speaking up for that but you're gonna speak up for the badge so i know where your loyalty lies your loyalty lies with that paycheck so i can't rock with you so fuck that and that's pretty much gonna be it you know as far as that good old summer jam screen goes i was gonna throw your boy um tom hanks son uh chet up on that uh summer summer jam screen but uh he gonna have to hold this L, but before I get to that, we're gonna go ahead and start talking about this uh, selling hope like dope, alright? Alright, so we're talking about selling hope like dope. So, uh, I know it seems like every time I drop this podcast, um, we throwing hope up there who's selling hope like dope, but my man's a hustler. So he threw a couple of um, uh, B-side concerts, um, you know, for... Uh, uh, for title subscribers and things like that, and you can watch it live on title, uh, which was dope. Because I wish I, you know, I could have watched it live. I should have paid the twenty bucks just to watch it live, just to see him and Beans reunite. Because I just love every song that him and Beans does do together. And he he did the pump it up, you know, song that he did way back when when he dropped all those, you know, bum ass NBA player references and everything like that. But you know, everybody looked at it like it was a diss to Joe Button. But, I mean, Joe did his thing on Pump It Up. But then he even did his thing on the response, you know, to that Pump It Up. So, if y'all get a chance, just try to, you know, YouTube that. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, you know, peep Joe Button's response to that, um, you know, that Pump It Up freestyle that Hove did way back in the day. Um, the response is old, too. But, you know, Joe held his own. Uh, I really like Joe Button as a lyricist. Uh, great great rapper great rapper but um going back to the title thing um i thought it was dope that uh you know hove would do some b-side stuff um because that's what i like the most you know in uh hove's catalog um you know stuff like you know once again it's on off the state property too uh soundtrack you know uh, him and beans going back and forth which was super dope but uh one thing that got a lot of people talking was the uh, stream of consciousness, uh, a.k.a. the title freestyle that he dropped. So I'm going to let y'all peep that and then I'll talk about it and tell you why people were kind of mad about it. Give me just a second. Don't ever go with the flow. Be the flow. And I don't need no middleman to talk but to my niggas. I understand if you don't understand, I figure I'm Jigger. That's where we differ. I take what's mine, you accept what they give you, I get you. I don't take no checks, I take my respect. Pharrell even told me go with the safety's back. Jimmy Iveen off of the safety net. Google dangle around a crazy check. I feel like YouTube is the biggest culprit. The niggas pay you a tip for what you're supposed to get. You know niggas die for equal pay, right? You know when I work, I ain't your slave, right? You know I ain't shucking and jiving and high-fiving. You know this ain't back in the days, right? Well, I can't tell how the way they kill Freddie Gray, right? Shot down Mike Brown, how they did Trey, right? Let 
Run up to you choking niggas. We gon' turn style. I ain't your token nigga. You know I came in this game independent, right? Title, my own label, same difference. Oh, niggas are skeptical when it's their own shit. You bought nine iPhones and Steve Jobs, bitch. Still nights worth trillions. You still bought those kicks. Spotify's nine billion, they ain't say shit. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. The only one they hating on look the same as you. That's cool, I know they trying to bamboozle you. Spending millions on me, they trying to confuse you. I had to talk to myself, hope you used to. It's politics, it's usual. Alright, so that's that. Um, a lot of people had a problem with that freestyle. I think, um, I don't know, I like it when, you know, Ho uh, talk that shit, you know, when he talks it. So well, uh, especially when he brings current events into it, black issues into it, you know, like especially like the We Made It verse or the uh, Devil is Alive verse, um, you know, I like pro black hole, you know, people always talking about, you know, Hove ain't out here doing this and that and the third, and you know, it was later revealed that, you know, him and B, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, let me grab some water real quick. <clears throat> and it was revealed that, you know, him and uh, B, um, you know, was bailing out people, you know, in Ferguson, Baltimore, things like that. But they was just doing it under the radar. And, you know, you know how Hove is, you know, with his political connects. But um, people had a problem with this freestyle um, just because they felt like uh, he was using, you know, Mike Brown, uh, you know, Trayvon, Freddie Gray's uh, name, you know, um, in the wrong light And Eric Gardner You know what he was saying uh, Let them continue choking niggas um, <clears throat> But I didn't have a problem with it uh, They felt like uh, he was using You know their names to Kind of push uh, his agenda With title and all this other stuff But um, I think it was just a play on words You know stream of consciousness Music streaming Being conscious Stream of conscious You know him talking about Current issues um, And current events So um yeah, I didn't see the big deal about it. You know, I appreciate what he was saying. Um, so, you know, and, and then I think a lot of people, you know, kind of got salty when he was talking about you bought nine iPhones and Steve Jobs is rich. Um, well, you know, niggas love iPhones. I got mine. And then uh, talking about Nike, you know, Phil Knight worth trillions. You still bought those kicks. And then uh, Spotify's nine billion. They ain't say shit. <clears throat> so he was just talking about how you know spotify ain't really spoke on you know uh how they paying these artists pennies you know per stream or even less than a penny you know per stream and they raking in nine billion dollars so i think hove bringing a lot of things to the light and uh he is catching some hell and uh you know i know he just announced that you know him and b are going to do an album together uh on a uh, title and all this other shit but uh you know, I appreciate Hove, you know, kicking that, kicking that real shit, you know, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't get it, but if you don't get it, you know, listen to it a few times, log on to uh, Rap Genius, or it's just Genius now, and uh, just read the verse and just watch how he breaks it down, uh, how they break it down, so uh, yeah, 
just um like i said just read through it see how i break it down you know if you're still feeling some type of way uh, oh well i mean i don't see the big deal about it i thought it was kind of dope you know intertwining the two but uh that's it for my boy hope selling hope like dope now let's move on to your boy chester hanks aka chet hayes aka young privileged aka young lone survivor with the wilson ball aka tom hanks son really wanting to say the word nigga nigger however you want to put it my man is on uh instagram you know flexing with that n-word then he dropped a video talking about um you know uh the culture makes him you know want to say it and all this other bullshit and and i listened to a couple of his tracks and uh they say he's a rapper but it's more so that uh that uh that uh like that drake sing songy uh half-ass r&b uh car ride music but it ain't that good so uh he up here uh you know he up here hanging around some black dudes uh it's frat boy rap you know that's what i call it you know got a couple of black friends you know they saying nigga left and right and then you know he dropped it they didn't whoop his ass so now he's like oh okay i'm cool i'm one of them and uh so they was too bitch made or you know they too busy helping him spend daddy's money uh daddy's and mommy's money and uh they just like shit he can say nigga all day long as he bought me another pair of these yeezy boots so (laughs) he got him feeling himself uh got him you know uh on some little bullshit ass uh uh tip you know thinking he can say nigga left and right but you know he gonna say it to the wrong person and some other gonna knock him smooth the fuck out uh this just seems like a phase for this young man it seems like uh we all know you know, we all know them them white boys, them wiggers, you know, who come around and, you know, want to be a part of the struggle, want to be with the clique, you know, want to hang out, smoke and drink. Then all of a sudden, you know, that uh, they start realizing, you know, how society will view them. And they're like, oh, shit, let me stop being Chet Hayes and let me go back to being Chester Hanks, you know. And then how the fuck you going to be named Chet like Chet and you want to say nigga? Like, Chet just screams, you know, Ralph Lauren polos, boat shoes, you know, and some pleated shorts. Like, it's like, it just screams, you know, Hamptons, you know, like you're wearing a sweater around your neck in the summer, you know. So, you know, Chet gonna have to hold this L, like, definitely. And then, you know, piggybacking off of that. As far as, you know, him saying the N-word and all this other bullshit. Uh, you know, you got folks out here talking about we should just ban it all together and everything like that. But it's nothing but, you know, folks being uncomfortable, you know, that they're getting in trouble for saying it. But you got black folks saying it left and right and they're not getting in trouble. So it's like, how come you can say it but I can't say it? We should all get in trouble for saying it. No, nigga, it don't work like that. Like we took that harsh ass word, made it into something to embrace each other, and it makes you uncomfortable because it's supposed to hurt our feelings when you say it. Now you might end up getting your ass beat if you say it to us, 
but you ain't gonna hurt our feelings you ain't gonna hurt our soul or nothing like that it's just when you say it, you're saying it with maliciousness and with hate you know but when we say it we turned it flipped it into something you know that you really can't take from us so i mean you can try and push an agenda to make it illegal and all this other nonsense and bullshit but you know we're gonna keep flipping it and make it even cooler so that's it Again, Chet, you got to hold this L, Chester. I mean, he's just going through a, a phase, you know. Next thing you know, he's going to be some kind of producer on a film or something like that. Or he's going to have his acting chops. Because, I mean, look at your boy Mark Wahlberg right now. My man Marky Mark, way back when, swore he was the blackest thing on the planet. You caught him. <laughs> There's a picture that I should tweet out. I've tweeted it many times with him, you know, rocking a Malcolm X uh, shirt back when he was with the Funky Bunch. And now you just you look at him now and he's, you know, he's Mr. White Bread. So, you know, that's the same thing that's going to happen with Chad. So that's all I got to really say for hold this L. So hold it. Hold a million of them. We ain't going to get rid of the word. We ain't going to make it illegal. You make it illegal, you know, we'll come up with something else. So do what you can. Do what you must. But hold this L, nigga. Yes, please hold that L, nigga. So um, moving on to uh, health over wealth news. Um, I came across this quote on Tumblr, but uh, didn't really. I tried to find who was it, who the source was. Um, really couldn't find it but uh, so I'll just say unknown so if anybody knows who's the quote from you know make sure you hit me up on Twitter you know at Omaha hostage um, or hit me up on Facebook um, so the quote is the enemy wouldn't be attacking you if something very very valuable wasn't inside of you thieves don't break into empty houses so when I read that I'm just like damn that sums up you know a lot what's going on in america right now um you know it could sum up your personal life you know you got people coming at you you know with bogus claims you know trying to attack your character and things of that sort and uh you know every each one of us you know uh, from top to bottom head to toe uh in and out you know we do have something very valuable inside of us um so you know when uh, people can see your potential and uh, see you doing your thing, uh, see you on your grind, you know, trying to, you know, get to that next level. You know, they start attacking your character and doing everything that they can to stop you or, you know, they see your greatness. Uh, they know what you're capable of. You don't know of it yet. Um, so they got you, you know, thinking you should be doing this, that and the third uh, instead of, you know, actually looking inside and building something spectacular. So just kind of keep that in mind. So this has been, you know, episode five. Like I said, uh, please stay tuned. Um, it'll be more consistent, you know, again, sounding like Lil Wayne. Sorry for the wait. And uh, please, 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 you know, uh, just keep checking it out. Keep giving me feedback. Hit me up with viewer questions, uh, listener questions, and uh, just be on the lookout for me to be on your Apple devices, your iDevices. All right. So much love. Peace.
your bottom, swipe show so by me, ain't nobody out now that you touch us. Cut you boys down if you run up, run up. I just like you hard when you run up. But if it ever drops, then your ass get to running and running out too cash when you see me. Already seen with no TV, already paid with no CD. Why you trying to sell MP3s? Just bought some dope, cause I know that we low. My money is up, so the drugs never slow. Smoke till I go, then I walk to the stove. Brick of the woods and some water to pole. When we ride, ride slow up in them 